Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this Thursday morning, and we are pleased to have joining us in studio the Deputy Commissioner of Liquor and Lottery for the State of Vermont, Andrew Collier. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in on this little uh, dreary kind of tough weather day out there. But uh, this is your first time on the show, Andrew, so we'd like to start out with, with, with it being your first time on The Morning Drive. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the biggest issue we're going to talk about here. Um, how long have you been with Liquor and Lottery? Uh, what's your history? Give, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm a Colchester, grew up in Colchester, Vermont. Uh, go back even a little further than that. So uh, I've stayed in Vermont majority of my life. Uh, started out working with the state police uh, 2010. Did about 12 years over there, and this opportunity came about coming on board with the Department of Liquor and Lottery. And I've uh, been very blessed and have a great team over there. I've uh, been there about two over two years now. Um, and we got some really cool things going. All right. And now, we, of course, the issue that has been in the news big time. And I mean, tell you what, every time you turn on TV, <laughs> you, see the, you see the ads for it from DraftKings and whatever it is. It is. It's on the news all the time. Um, but it's uh, online sports betting. So, first of all, can you tell us how it works? Sure. So in Vermont, we're, we don't have casinos. We don't have any uh, retail locations for sports wagering. So the legislature uh, passed Act 63 last year, which allowed uh, Department of Liquor and Lottery to go out to contract for two between two to six operators operating in the state of Vermont, uh, legalized sports wagering. And that means uh, you could use your... Use your phone, you download the app, go through the registration process, and you can make bets on a variety of different sporting events, uh, football to F1 racing to anything in between. So if I wanted to place a bet on this week's football championship games, how would I do it? You go to your app store, download. Uh, so the three operators we have here in the state of Vermont are DraftKings, Fanatics and FanDuel. So you can download either all three or one of the three and go through the sign-up process. Uh, you can only fund your account with cash uh, or from a debit card, debit account. We don't allow credit cards. We don't allow line of credits, and that's for uh, your responsible gaming aspect of it. And once you get funded, you can go in and find what you want to Take a wager on, yeah. yeah and, take a wager on. And what is what is liquor and lottery's role in regard to to how this functions? Uh, because it's not being uh, used in retail outlets at, at this time. I know there are people that want to see it extended. Some don't want to see it extended. Some do. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that in the future. Um, but what's what's liquor and lottery's role in regard to how this all plays out? No, absolutely. So we're a regulatory body. Uh, so our job is to make sure that the operators are are. Following the enhanced procedures, which we passed, uh, so there's the statute, the Board of Liquor and Lottery passed a set of enhanced procedures, which went into effect, and then also, there, since we're in contract with these operators, there's also contractual obligations. So our job is to make sure they're playing by the rules of the road, and 
a big part of that is those consumer protections, right? So when this bill was passed, that was one of the big things. Is let's take this out of the dark, out of the legal market, out of Vermonters going to New Hampshire, Mass, uh, New York. Um, if we didn't pass it, Massachusetts now active in placing those wagers. And now let's have it in Vermont. Let's have the con- consumer protections. Let's have the responsible gaming aspect, which we didn't have before. And this was that was a big part of this bill. Is it brought on board uh, uh, MOU with Department of Mental Health, both for the lottery side of our operations and now for the sports wagering. And that was what was really lacking here in the state. So, um, and I would think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is uh, because it's, uh, I would say, a newer style platform or automated. Um, once it's set up, what's nice about it is all those guardrails are in place and your agency makes sure that whoever you're under contract with is doing that. In contrast to what you normally have to deal with, with physical lottery tickets on the street in a variety of locations. Um, so f- as far as workload for your agency, has it, um, I mean, it's, it's pretty high profile right now because there's a ton of advertising, but uh, in contrast to what else you do, it, it didn't add a huge amount of workload or would, well, how would you, what would you say? I would say because it's still new, we're only two weeks into this. We are still understanding what the a normal week workload will look like yeah. uh, because it's so new because the Super Bowl is coming up. There's there's a lot of emails that are happening and, and, and a lot of work that's happening behind the scenes. So I think after February, I think we'll have a good sense of what that workload will look like and how it compares with kind of the rest of the department. Are you seeing a lot of activity? We are. Uh, Vermont's been uh, both as a destination state. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of out-of-state um, usage, and then both in-state. I mean, it's it's been great. So we had a, a great launch here. I, I want to get to the phone, but I want to get back to that because um, we had a conversation with somebody a while ago about how they were concerned it was if we didn't do this, it would affect our tourism industry because a lot of out-of-staters like to wager. Exactly. So what you see is we have a lot of second homes here in Vermont. I don't need to tell, tell yeah. you to do this. Uh, and a lot of people coming up for any number of outdoor activities up here in Vermont or destination items. And so when you have people coming from New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, anywhere in New England, uh, or even outside New England, the ability to have a sports book that in their home state and then be able to use it here in the state, uh, it kind of, you know, if someone wants to catch a game on the weekend and, and, and yeah, check their can. bet or make a bet. And now yeah. they're able to do that up here. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. I, I've seen a few different estimates on uh, tax revenue from this, uh, around $7 million to $10 million. Uh, I want to know how much money will Vermonters have to lose for us to get to that $7 million, uh sort of estimate. How much money will I have to leave the state for, for Montpelier to get $7 million? Andrew? So uh, let me phrase this a different way. This activity was happening in the state of Vermont. We're not; these are not people losing money uh, in a, in that kind of negative connotation. People are placing bets; they're making educated decisions to make wagers. And this money, instead of falling out into New York, falling into New Hampshire, uh, falling into a bookie in the you know the black market, the illegal market, this is revenue. Uh, people know their teams. Uh, 
mean, I know my Giants. They, they don't have a good year, but <laughs> you I, I, I'm going to still. Hey, if I was able to make a wager, I'd still make a wager on my Giants uh, and not lose that money. And I'm okay with that. Not sure that's, that's a good bet, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better than the Patriots right now. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm a Giants fan too, so. <laughs> Make sure you get the point spread. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, our our revenue for year one is uh, seven million. Yeah, coming out of the gate, I think I, I think that's pretty strong. And and what people need to understand is because anybody from out of state, as soon as they drive into Vermont, it's it's you have to realize that the the, the platform knows where the phone is. Yes, and it's not going to let you wager, even if you are from New Jersey. So and but if you're from New Jersey and you wager you place a and you place a bet while you're physically in Vermont, that's that goes to Vermont revenue. Yes, uh, it is. So there's money coming in. Andrew, where does the revenue go? Does it go right to the general fund or? Yes. It yep. It goes to the general fund. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Well, it goes to the general fund. That's how we're going to uh, fund the uh, legislators' uh, request for a pay raise. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, you don't uh, have to comment on that. <laughs> yes. Question. Um, you mentioned two ways of funding your account. One was by debit card, and the one, the other one was by cash. Where would I go with cash to fund my account? Yeah, that's a good, good question. My apologies if I confuse that. So cash as in a debit card would be considered the equivalent as, of cash um, or a checking account. So you can't use a credit card. You cannot use a credit card. Yeah. Why is that? Just because it's... It, it, so we view it as having the uh, that responsible gaming aspect. You don't want to fund this off off of credit. Uh, we're not casinos. We're, we we want people to be able to play, play responsibly, have those protections, and we certainly don't want people to get uh, over their head with this activity. Um, and so, by not having credit cards allowed, you know it's it's another barrier. Um, yeah. Because you can't use you can't use a credit card to buy lottery tickets, can you? No, you cannot. Right. You I was going to say, in state yeah. of Vermont, you've got to you got to be you have to be using an asset that you actually have. You can't be borrowing money to wager. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick two minute break. Then we're going to come back. We're we're talking to the deputy commissioner of uh, liquor and lottery, uh, Andrew uh, Collier. And if you have any questions uh, about uh, online sports betting or anything else to do with liquor and lottery, number one news talk station FM ninety six point three and AM six twenty WVMT Burlington. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody, on this Thursday morning. And we are going to continue our discussion now with Andrew Collier. He is the Deputy Commissioner for Liquor and Lottery. If you have a question for the Commissioner, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888 And, of course, we are focusing our discussion today on the new online sports betting law in Vermont that started uh, just a couple of weeks ago or so. And, Andrew, do you know how the vendors were chosen yeah, so this was done through a uh, competitive RFP process, um, much like other state bids that go out. And we received the bids back, and then we went through the evaluation process and uh, went out for the uh, best and final offer on the revenue share for Vermont, and then the, they were chosen based on the point system. How many How many vendors actually applied for it? Do you know? Uh, five. There was some disqualification for some items missing on on uh, one of them, and then went through the selection process. Okay. 
Um, and so in the first weeks, will, will you guys, will Liquor and Lottery be gathering de- uh, detail, uh, data on how this is all working over a period of time and then report back to the legislature on what you've seen in the first six months or first year of it, how it's operating? Yes. So we're, again, we're two weeks into this. We're still trying to see what a normal week flushes out and looks like and, and a couple weeks and then what a month looks like. Uh, but certainly we have an immense amount of data that's pouring in and we're trying to kind of suss through that and, and pick out all these, you know, really cool nuggets, uh, yeah. about it. And we'll be having a lot of data coming. Uh, I think out. it's going to be interesting because there really hasn't been any kind of tangible data on, uh, it's always been kind of, I don't want to say black market or under the, under the radar or, uh, but there's a lot of wagering, a lot of sports wagering going on. And it's going to be interesting to see how much and where it where it comes from and and everything. And you'll have all that right at your fingertips. Exactly. I know when when Commissioner Knight was testifying on this, uh, GeoComply, which is the company that does the geofencing for all the sports wagering operators, um, that tells you where where you are in the state and where you can't place a wager and all that fun stuff. Uh, when she was testifying last year on the bill, the GeoComply came in and showed the heat map of where. Uh, Vermonters are trying to access a sports book from within Vermont. I mean, it, and it's, yeah. and I mean, I'm a millennial, so don't hold that against me, but I have a lot of friends <laughs> that would, in the summer, they have a boat, they would travel across the lake to That's hit New York. Legal. It's okay. Once you hit the cell tower in New York, they could Boom. place a wager and, uh, Wow, if I'd known that, there's a business model there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just being silly. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. I wanted to uh, follow up maybe in a more polite way to that earlier conversation. Is it a tax rate per transaction or per the amount of transactions? So to get to the $7 million, X amount of money has to be wagered, whether they win or lost. Is it, how is the tax rate applied or how does the money come in? What per, per dollar that's wagered or how does that work? So the model we have is not, it's not a tax rate here in Vermont. Uh, so what it is is, we take a percentage of the pro- of the revenue generated by the sports book, and that's Vermont's revenue share. So, uh, just whole number. So, say uh, one of the companies makes a million dollars, we have thirty one percent revenue share with two of the operators, and thirty three percent with the third operator. Oh, so uh, out of that million, we're either taking thirty one percent of that or thirty three percent, and and there's some. You know, we got to reduce on some items, but just in, in whole numbers, you know, that's that's what Vermont would take. So, in general, just under a third of of the profit goes to the state. Yeah. So, um, and it's on all the profit. It's not basically because there's. I'm I'm assuming there's a transaction fee, and then then if you win or you lose, and all this other stuff. Yeah. So we're not we're not applying a a tax to gotcha. an individual wager. Got it. it. When you place that wager with the company. That profit share or that they have, we're going to take that percentage that happened within Vermont. Got it. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hey, just a caution that we have to be all be aware of is that the initial marketing of this product uh, to all the public is is funded, of course, with the marketing. Okay, so you're going to have to take into account how many people are going to jump in who are vested in this, and then go from there. So the first year's data. Will be relative to some degree, but I would 
venture to say that we really can't bank on it until you get into the second year, at least. That's true, Thank Andrew. You. So what we did was uh, it, we, we anticipated that they're going to go heavy with um, – you know, trying to get customers on board. So with those like free or uh, sorry, can't say free, those bonus bets that were happening, you know, you bet 10, you get a hundred dollars. If you new sign up, uh, what we did was we capped the amount that the operator could charge against that revenue share. So it's $250,000 per operator uh, for year one. Well, we can reevaluate later on. So they can only book $250,000. So against that revenue share, right? So they can they operator. can't come back to you and say, "Well, we didn't make any money the first year because we spent it all on promotion." Exactly. Let's exactly. get one more call in before we hit the top of the hour break. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hi. Good morning. Thanks. So I just like to say I think it's it's um, it's unfortunate that Vermont has to promote something that can ruin people's lives and become an addictive habit. And to answer that gentleman's first question, sounds like. Uh, Vermonters have to lose approximately $21 million to generate the $7 million, which is, a, which is really a disgrace. Well, we know, Andrew, that there are people that think this is, you know, that Vermont's making a mistake in promoting gambling, which, you know, can hurt people's lives. But your response to that was that people are doing it. Correct. It's happening. It was we, happening before. We have, the lot, we have the lottery and we have... Uh, and I, I think what needs to be focused on is the fact that we did not have responsible gaming uh, resources available to the state prior to this law. And now we have it. Uh, DMH is building up uh, building up that resource for Vermonters. And uh, they're partnered with uh, Mass Council on uh, Problem Gaming. And they're big on the, working with the casinos and the sports books down in Massachusetts. And there's a lot of great resources coming out of this. And there's some money... Um, dedicated right to programs to help people that are addicted to drugs as part of this uh to problem gaming yes not drugs. yeah so uh five hundred thousand i mean uh, not addicted to drugs <laughs> addicted to gambling addicted to gambling uh yeah so problem gaming uh is five hundred thousand uh year one and then uh see what happens with it and then part of the contract with these with these these platforms is they help you identify uh people that they 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 have a whole program themselves it, to identify people that may have a have a problem. Exactly. So uh, and that didn't it, exist it, before. No. So as part of that contract uh, process and, and part of the enhanced procedures, they had to submit responsible gaming plans, and they have a whole bunch of data analytics behind the scenes where you know velocity of a wager or uh, types of wagers, types of wording. If someone calls customer service, that flags that customer. They reach out. You know, they start having these conversations. All their staff are trained in in, in problem gaming. Yeah. And do you um, liquor lottery? Obviously, has a lot of other things that you do and that you're involved with with retail establishments, et cetera, et cetera. Um, did you have to hire on um, more? Did you have to bring in more employees, more staff to deal with this additional issue, or, or is it not that much of a burden? So we brought on a uh, financial uh, financial. Uh, manager that's specifically for the sports wagering uh we do have an opening for uh the director of sports wagering um right now uh both commissioner and myself are kind of filling that role in the moment but we uh once we get that filled i mean we it was two positions that won this pass that we got slotted for 
Cool. All right. Uh, Andrew Collier, he is the Deputy Commissioner for Liquor and Lottery. Thanks for being on the Morning Drive today and uh, and talking with us about this uh, this big issue that's just uh, just um, become a law in Vermont. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And I got to apologize. I didn't bring something for food this morning. Oh. I, meant to, I meant to bring muffins from the Westford Country Store. But they weren't quite open. Next time. Next time. It's okay. I got you and next time. Just before you go, be careful with placing bets on those giants. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wager, so. Oh, oh that's right. Okay. So. If you could. You, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in simpatico with you on the giants. I'm a giants fan, and I might not. I can bet, and I'm not sure I bet on the giants. Uh, well, thanks for Unless coming there's a in. big sports spread. A big spread. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks. You bet. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to check in with ABC News. Amanda's got the headlines. We've got the forecast from Gary Sadowski, chief meteorologist at uh, WCAX Channel.